Good day, my friends, and welcome to the Sean Veek Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Sean Veek Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Veek. You can check me out at seanveekfitness.com, where you can download my free fitness app, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and browse my collection of library fitness books. My uh, browse my library of fitness books, rather. Today's guest on the podcast is Leslie Fightmaster. In 2006, Leslie completed the Yoga Works 200-hour teacher training and began teaching yoga immediately. Since then, her passion and love for teaching has only become stronger. She studied Ashtanga teacher training in 2009 and the Yoga Works 300-hour professional program in 2010. Since then, Leslie's been leading yoga teacher trainings, first for Yoga Works and now with her own signature teacher training program. She has trained hundreds of yogis to become yoga teachers. Leslie and her husband, Duke, started the Fight Master Yoga YouTube channel six years ago by accident, quotations, while Duke was trying out his new video camera. Now they've grown to over 425,000 subscribers. So, Leslie, it is a pleasure to have you on the Sean V podcast today. Thank you, Sean. It's great to be here. And let me just say... You have the perfect voice for podcasting. Oh, thank, thank you very much. I, I listen to my voice in my videos. I think I, I sound okay, but if I hear it in a podcast, I still think I sound kind of strange. No, you are born for this. <laughs> well, thank, <laughs> well uh, thank you very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whenever some, uh, Gwen Lawrence said that too, so I started talking like <laughs> Fraser Crane or I started yeah. talking like Elvis. Well, Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I think it's my theater background, my theater training. Right. And this podcast, I've been talking about doing a podcast for about the last three or four years now. Mm -hmm. So I have been diving into this and you were one of the first people I thought of to have on as a guest because we, you and I did a video collaboration a few mm -hmm. years ago. We did. We did. I'm honored that you thought of me so early on. Thank you. Well, I, we, we've chatted before. I've always enjoyed talking to you. We both, well, you live in Southern California. Yes. And I grew up in Southern California and, and your name, <laughs> I, that's, I remember years ago, I was scrolling YouTube videos, yoga, YouTube videos, mm -hmm. looking for inspiration, seeing what people were doing. And I saw Leslie fight master. And I thought that is a, a wonderfully, um, unique name it for is. yoga. It mm -hmm. is. Yep. And I just happened to get that name when I married my husband. So I thought, you know, even if it doesn't work out, I'll keep the name because it's pretty cool. Well, it's your brand now. So you have <laughs> right? to keep it. It's your brand. <laughs> luckily, luckily, the, the marriage is still going strong. So I don't have to worry. <laughs> oh, we're, we'll, we'll definitely talk about Duke and how you guys have worked together during this journey the last number of years. Yep. To where you are now. So I like to always start, especially since your specialty is yoga. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leslie, take us back. When did you first introduce to well, yoga? Well, I had heard about yoga um, probably in the early to mid 90s, I suppose. And then some of my friends started practicing Bikram yoga. So I went to a couple of Bikram yoga classes probably in like 1998. And I, it, for me, it just didn't really suit my body or my. I guess my composition because the heat was just too much. And I, I truth be told, I hated it. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I thought, Oh shoot, you know, this is yoga and I really want to do yoga. So I was super bummed because I didn't know there were other types. 
So in about 1999, I found another studio and I was living in San Francisco then. So I have a lot of studios and I found like a, kind of an Ashtanga based vinyasa flow teacher uh, and then a couple of other vinyasa flow type teachers. And I thought, oh, now this I love. So since then, I have been practicing and it was really like the only thing that I found that really quieted my very noisy mind. <laughs> so I actually mm -hmm. started yoga to try to meditate because I would try to sit and meditate and it was a disaster. So my yoga practice helped, you know, get my mind a little more quiet so I could actually sit and meditate without wanting to jump out of my skin. And with meditation, what, what drove you to want to learn how to meditate? Well, I just found you know, through reading and talking to people that it was good for relieving stress and finding more peace. And at that point in my life, I, I just had a lot of stress. I was working in a, a corporate job and I was just looking for a little more peace and balance in my life. Mm -hmm. Did you find in the corporate world, was yoga very prevalent or meditation? Um, not really so much with my coworkers. But I did, you know, I did find people that would, that I met at the studio that were also in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned uh, Bikram. I did a couple Bikram yeah. classes probably about 15 years ago. What was it about that particular style that you did not well like? i kept blacking out and and yeah from the heat and having to sit <laughs> what was right, wrong with that having to sit down mm -hmm. and wait for the dizziness and you know my consciousness to return so this didn't seem good for me <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that would be interesting to see now now you know fight master yoga you've done thousands of videos your authority in yoga and then you see back in san francisco blacking out during a correct <laughs> And at least you have a little time to recover because it's 26 poses. Yes, yes. Each time. And I did a couple. The heat, and I, I took them when I was living in central oh, Florida where it was already right. very hot. And my wife and I went, and I didn't eh, – it was okay. I didn't like the heat. Mm -hmm. It was too hot. And I, after a while, the same poses in a row, I, I, I like to change right. it up a lot. I get, I get a little – Get a little bored yeah. with it. My body gets it, it knows what's coming. My body kind of mm -hmm, shuts down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you start. You said Ashtanga. Well, it right? was um, some Ashtanga and some Vinyasa flow. So it's kind of uh, both sort of um, types of yoga. So it did have you know for the Ashtanga, that is very consistent with the the poses and the order of the poses but then I also would do vinyasa flow for some variety so I you know I really do like consistency but then you know variety is the spice of life so I like that too mm -hmm. and so what was your first reaction to a, a vinyasa or an ashtanga class what initially drew <laughs> well, you in I don't quite remember how I found the studio I think it was probably just walking distance to my home and I checked it out and I remember going and you know they start with five Syria Namaskar A and then five Syria Namaskar B's and after that I thought I would die <laughs> that's you know that's pretty intense way to start so but I you know at the mm -hmm. time in my life I was kind of up for that sort of thing like I, I wanted something that was challenging so and you know my flexibility was horrible and you know when I would bend over in a forward fold I was nowhere near touching my toes so when I went to the studio 
I would go into the back corner and hide. And I wanted nobody to pay Mm -hmm. any attention to me because not only was my flexibility really horrible, I had zero strength. (laughs) A a lot of people, they'll come to yoga with like either one or the other, like either they're pretty flexible to begin or they're pretty strong. I was neither. So I started off, you know, hiding in the back corner. So when you came, did you have any fitness history? Did you do any other kind of training? Not really. Like I had a gym membership and I would go to like 24 hour fitness and I would take some, you know, classes here and there. But, um, and then back in high school, I was on the swim team and the track team, but, um, I was always sort of just, I I mostly was on the teams because my friends were, do you know what I mean? I like, it wasn't sort of my passion. Mm -hmm. It was very social. Yeah, very I wasn't social. passionate about uh, fitness really before I started getting into yoga. And yeah, I, I do like fitness, of course, now, um, but I'm still not like super into really hard things. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Ashtanga mm-hmm. is pretty difficult, <laughs> I have to say. That's probably, you know, the, the most extreme that I get. <laughs> That's funny you say that because uh, some people may be triathletes, mm-hmm. do powerlifting, mm-hmm. And if you put them in one of your classes, they would say that would be the toughest workout they ever did. Right, right. Totally. I know. I know. And we, we all have to start somewhere. When you say you would hide in the back, I'm sure you get this. Because you, you teach, do you still teach live classes? I don't. Also? I teach private clients now. Yeah. Okay. Have you Oh, yes. Live? Yes. I taught uh, for 10 years all over Orange County. So. Okay, I think we've mm-hmm. all done that. I still do a couple classes a week, but that's where you, you cut yep. your teeth. And especially for ideas for videos, we'll get into mm-hmm. that in a little bit. But ideas for videos, if I have them, I want to try them out on the class. Uh, yes. Let's see what they're, they're, they're kind of guinea pigs and they see right. game to it. Uh, but you had mentioned new students when they come to my classes, they say mm-hmm. what you said. They like, I'm just going to go yes. hide in the back. Yes. And don't no. watch me. I'm like, well, I have to. I have right. To watch I know. And, and as a teacher, you know, it's I, I try to be very sensitive to that because, you know, you can imagine a brand new student coming in. If I'm over there adjusting every single pose that they're doing, they're not oh. going to come back. You know, they're not going to feel like they can do it. You know, so I try to be super mindful if they're doing something that looks like they could cause harm. You know, of course, I'll fix that. But I leave them alone as much as I can. It's true. I, I find that there's levels one is a lot you can say, you can say, you can say things to the room, but they're actually directed to that right. one person, but they don't yep. know that uh, there's different levels. If they don't change it after that, you might change your language a bit. And then maybe the third time you actually would go over there and be really gentle yep. to point like, Hey, put your foot over there and uh, start yes. breathing. Uh, please, <laughs> please breathe. breathe. Yep. You're blue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you started taking yoga Ashtanga, Vinyasa up in San mm-hmm. Francisco. What brought you to uh, Southern California? To well, in I think it was 2005. Uh, well, first in 2004, my oldest son was born and we were still living in San Francisco and we had this little house in the Mission District without a parking garage, which is not unusual. And um, it was just mm-hmm. kind of difficult, you know, baby groceries, no parking, um, So my husband grew up down here in Orange County, and his mom is here. 
And so we thought it would be really nice to have our son grow up with a grandparent. And my parents are in Buffalo, New York, and I moved away from there in 1993. And after coming to California and growing up in Buffalo, I I just couldn't go back there. So (laughs) Buffalo gets the most snow pretty pretty much much, almost of any any spot i've seen videos of 10 foot walls of snow it's it's pretty brutal some of those winters so you know southern california weather is amazing so we decided we would pack up and move to orange county and it's it's nice here it's there's parking and the schools are great that was another thing with san francisco Mm -hmm. is we would have had to look into private schools because the public schools aren't as nice as they are here so it's it's good here Okay, so you met Duke. In I San did. Francisco. I did. Is there a neat story yeah, it's, behind it's that? It's an okay story. Duke and well, I was singing backup in a band, and you're a singer I, I too. Used to, I used to sing in bands. Yes, and it is amazing. One one thing, Leslie, is that so many fitness people I've spoken to, so many of uh-huh. us are singers. Uh-huh. Also, <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some correlation. <laughs> Yeah, so when I was singing with this band, uh, the drummer knew Duke and asked him if he wanted to come and, you know, sit in a couple songs. We were doing a gig and sit in and play because he plays guitar, writes music and sings. So he came to practice and we kind of, you know, had the eye contact sort of thing. And next thing you know, Hmm. we were we were starting to date. And then um, and then I left that band and we started our our own band and then he he decided that um having a three-piece band was the best idea because then you don't have to try to control quote unquote as many people to get to practices and things so he said you're going to learn to play the bass so I learned to play the bass and sang and we had a drummer and we played up in San Francisco for a while so this is bass guitar? Or oh, bass, gu- bass guitar. Yeah, bass guitar. Bass yeah, bass guitar. guitar. In fact, if you go on to Spotify and you type in Fightmaster, you can even find an album or two, I think. You guys did We album? did. I mean, nobody ever heard them, but they're there. <laughs> <laughs> they're on Spotify. All I have to say is yep. Spotify. Everyone's going to go right. there now. Do you ever compose music for your videos? We, you know... Let me think. We had, uh, not for my specific videos, we had for some of Duke's, um, some of the music that you hear on the videos is actually composed by a really good friend of ours that uh, he ha- he was in a band for many years called Four Stars, and they were actually quite popular touring, touring Europe for a long time, and he's a great singer-songwriter, so we use some of his music. Okay, so you moved down to Orange County. And preparing for this podcast, I had you send me a mm-hmm. blurb or two to read before <laughs> right. the podcast. And you sent me one. I didn't want to read that one because it was way too interesting. And it's a great place to start. It, it, um, it deals with how Fight Master Yoga mm-hmm. got started. Did, did you want to let, tell us about that? And I know it, it also involves It does. Duke. It involves Duke. Um, it starts back in about 2008. Duke was working for a mortgage broker company. So remember the subprime mortgage market and how that completely exploded? Yeah, 2008. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he was doing those mortgages. And, you know, Duke's always been very creative, and he actually hated doing that kind of work. But, you know, it was a way to make money. So he was doing it with a friend, and um, and then that sort of all went away. So 
Then he went into debt consolidation. So basically calling all the people that he sold mortgages to the year before. <laughs> and um, hmm. But Duke's never been like an office kind of guy. And he was, to put it in his words, he was dead on the inside and feeling cornered by life. <laughs> so hmm. I said, you know, Duke, if you are that unhappy, then you should definitely quit your job. Thinking, you know, thinking, Sean, that he would find a new job that paid money. But, uh-huh. but he had other plans. So it was about 2009, I'd say, and he started a talk show on YouTube. Um, back in 2009, nobody was really much on YouTube yet. But he started this talk show and he decided, you know, he had about a, enough save to be able to do it for like three to six months. Well, he did it for two and a half years. So a talk show on YouTube, how does that work? Does he have a live audience? Does he have a sidekick? Yes, yes. So exactly. So he's, it it was filmed (laughs) in his studio slash our bedroom when we were living in Laguna Beach. It was a big room, I'd have to say. (laughs) Luckily, we had a lot of space in there. We would pack like 30 people into the room and he had a sidekick and that was me. (laughs) and then yes he would interview guests and then he would have like a band come and play or a musical guest so you know it it grew and it got it got popular in the in the area but you know never really took off on youtube unfortunately and go ahead well i'm so fascinated by that when you wrote that to me because i used to do home videos Mm -hmm. as a kid this was back in the 80s and we always had some kind of talk show it would always devolve into us wrestling or punching each <laughs> other, or running up and down the hills. This is right. in Wisconsin. And I, 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 I thought it was very neat when you told me that, that he had a talk show. And where did he, where did he think oh. it would go? What would, did yes, he have a plan he absolutely for it? did. This was right around the time that Jay Leno stepped down and Conan O'Brien was taking over for him. So Duke figured he mm-hmm. would just replace Conan O'Brien's spot. Well, obviously. obviously. So that was where he, he wanted it to go. <laughs> Did anything ever happen with it? Did he ever get contacted by... Unfortunately, no. Um, He did get a little bit of press, like locally and things, um, but not much more than that. Um, As a result, I mean, he he was really, really focused. And when he gets an idea in his mind, he just goes. So what really happened was we ended up going bankrupt (laughs) and um, Mm -hmm. we, we had, we still had that house in San Francisco that we were renting out, but we lost that house. And um, it was a low point. I'll say it was a low point. And this was 2009, but you said he did it for two and a half years. So by 2000, I'd say, I think 11 to 12, it was probably 2012. Um, I think we filed around 2000. 10 or 11 I can't even remember the exact year but yeah it I was begging him to get a real job um but what he did instead was he finally decided okay the YouTube talk show is not panning out so what I'll do instead is buy a video camera and film a full feature movie that I've written so that was his (laughs) Man, that's so, I love, it's so ambitious though. Some people say, if you really want to succeed, you have to drop yes. everything and focus a hundred percent. Yep, he did that. 
think uh, Sheldon talks about that on uh-huh. Big Bang Theory. He says, oh, no, if you're going to do it, you give every ounce of your being to oh, that he did. project. He definitely did. And he did a Kickstarter campaign and he raised, I think it was about $13,000. And he made mm. his uh, full length movie and nobody really saw it. But uh, when he got the camera, he said, Can, would you mind if we go over to the yoga shala, one of the places I was teaching, and I can practice using the video camera while you do a yoga class? So I said, sure. So we went over and did a yoga class, and then he set me up to do a voiceover for it, and we put it up on YouTube and just completely forgot about it. And... And then, you know, his movie came out and nobody really saw it. And then we went back to YouTube and we started to notice that we had all these views and comments. We even had over a thousand people subscribe to the channel and we didn't even know. So we did another video and then I think it was, I think around January 2013 that we started like regularly uploading weekly classes. January 2000, I think it was 13. 2013 yeah okay what kind what kind of camera did you Um, use for the first one I'm always intrigued by that I'm probably the wrong person to ask but I know it was a Canon what is it it 450D is that a thing oh it might be there's so many cameras I used to use a flip and I always looked at Canons but I never yeah he had a Canon he still has Canons he has two of them now and and then he uh, a couple I think a year, year and a half ago, he got one of those nifty drones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can film anything. With he a drone. loves that drone. But you know, what happened was last summer we were doing yoga retreats in Europe. And then we did one in mm-hmm. Morocco. And unbeknownst to us, drones are illegal in Morocco. Now, really they let you bring it in. But they did not let us bring it out. So it was confiscated at the airport. And he lost his precious drone. It was so sad. But the good news, yesterday, he finally saved up enough and bought a new one. Okay. So is it tough to check a drone when you travel overseas? Are there any rules against that? There are, well, I mean, we know now there are in Morocco, but, um, in Morocco, but no, we didn't uh-huh. run into any problems anyplace else. But you do have to check, you know, certain areas before you go and fly the drone because so many people are getting them now that they have to regulate more. So there's definitely, there are certain areas where you cannot fly a drone. Yeah, my dog hates drones. <laughs> she loses her mind. It's, it's, it's like a massive mosquito flying over right? her head. And I've been filming before at some of the open spaces out here, and there'll be a gentleman flying a drone, and Addie is on edge yeah. the whole time. And for some reason, they always want to come over by <laughs> us. I'm like, stop it. I, I, I need to film an Addie barking and running around. And, and then she trips me with her long line and of takes course. me out. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to this first video you filmed kind of off mm-hmm. the cuff, at the yoga studio. How did that feel to you? Was it something, did it leave a mark on you doing that first video? Well, you know, I have always been, I mean, it's gotten better over time, but I've always been rather critical of myself. So watching the video, when I put the voiceover to it was kind of hard for me to do. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And I also, I was afraid also to, you know, put it out into the world because 
I thought, oh my gosh, you know, what are people going to say? And it's not perfect. And I'm not perfect. And, you know, I'm not like this five foot 10 supermodel looking type person. So I thought, I don't know how this is going to be. But watching uh, or reading all of the comments from people really kind of set it in motion for us because we were getting comments from people from all around the world saying, you know, we're so grateful that we have, you know, this video and these videos to practice with, like people who don't have a studio by where they live or they don't have money to afford the studio or, you know, their mom's at home with little kids that can't get out. So after reading, I got so many nice comments. I couldn't believe it. I was expecting people are going to be like, Oh, you suck. You know, (laughs) what do you think? Mm -hmm. Who do you think you are? And you know, things like that. But, um, but that's really what kind of cemented it for, for Duke and I, we thought, wow, I think we're onto something. I think we have to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. It's very prevalent too. That first video, people I've spoken with, myself included, it's you're kind of groping in the dark. You're taking it. John Adams said, I think you're taking a leap in the dark and it's different teaching a class. You have your students there. You say you tell them to do something. Mm -hmm. They do it. You can talk to them one on one. But these are people, most of them you'll never meet. You'll never see. You don't know even the tone that they're writing in. You don't know their experience. You know nothing Mm -hmm. about them. So it is that first video. Uh, was this a long? Video no, it was about thirty minutes. It was a thirty-minute practice, and and the neat thing about back then was nobody was really uploading full yoga classes on YouTube much. So it was kind no. of just a good time to do that. And although you know we didn't know that at the time, and and the other cool thing was you know all that stuff that Duke did with his YouTube talk show, he knew how to do everything on YouTube. So you know even though it took us down a road where we ended up, you know, in a pretty low point in our lives, all of that passion and all of that drive that Duke put into what he was trying to accomplish. It really just, I I don't know. There's something about that energy that you put out, even if you're not going to get the exact result that you are looking for, the universe is going to bring something your way. And, and I think that's kind of what happened with us is all of that energy, passion, drive, focus. It didn't get him, you know, he didn't get on the late, late show, but you know, now we mm-hmm. have over 425,000 subscribers on our channel and we get to go and do retreats in Europe and we get to meet wonderful people. And it's, it's really quite incredible what's happened. And I, I think without him doing the talk show, without him doing this, none of this would be happening. No, absolutely not. This wouldn't have been anything that I would ever thought of doing, you know, and I don't think he would have mm-hmm. either. <clears throat> Excuse me. It just kind of, you know, organically happened. Yeah, I, I don't even know if there's a failure because I've gone, I've done, I've tried everything in this <laughs> business. I get such a kick out of it. I'm kind of like yeah, that yeah. way. Oh, let's get and my best friend Stefan, he's on the podcast mm-hmm. sometimes. And he's I've known him since mm-hmm. first grade. He's a tech guy. He also has a good imagination. And we've we've done so many different things. We've talked about it in older podcasts, mm-hmm. this podcast here. And it's fun to go back because I don't see it as, oh, I shouldn't have done that or it's a failure. I'm, try right. it out. You love it. Try it. You will learn something from yes. everything. 
And who am I to say that I know what I'm supposed to do? Just I'm going to tell you everything I'm going to do. It's, it's never going to happen right. that way. There's always twists and turns. And it's, it's so neat how that I didn't know that story about you. And I'm sure people really enjoy hearing that about you that follow you, that that's how yeah. it started with all these, this lead up to it. And then that one video in that one yoga studio, they should put a, a plaque <laughs> outside that yoga studio. Fight Master Yoga began You know, here. I do my teacher trainings in that very studio. Well, it's not the very actual specific studio because she's moved into a new space, but it's that same Pacific Ashtanga Yoga Shala that I, I now run teacher trainings in. Oh, just great. Um, let's talk about that. Uh, there's a few more things I definitely want to discuss with you. Teacher mm-hmm. trainings. You're doing... You do personal training with people, personal yep. yoga sessions, but you're also doing teacher trainings. Tell yeah, us more about I, that. it's one of my favorite things. Um, I started leading teacher trainings for Yoga Works in 2010, and it's there's just something about the whole process of doing and teaching a group of people who want to become yoga teachers. They are, for the most part, the most lovely people that you could ever you could ever meet that you could ever hope to meet and then they all come together and you know day one of course everybody's nervous nobody knows what to expect people are like am am I good enough to be a yoga teacher that's usually one of the big fears Mm -hmm. but everybody has something that they bring to their teaching and so when they come to teacher training, they learn and get the tools to be able to teach other people. And the cool thing about teaching, whether it's yoga or anything, is that you have a specific way that you can provide it. And so no two people do it the same. So everybody Mm -hmm. has like their unique talents and gifts that they bring. And it's such a wonderful experience to watch these trainees kind of come in and learn and how they unfold and find their voice and start to teach. And the groups that come together, they become so close and I get so close to them that by the end, it is so bittersweet because A, we're exhausted. It's tough, you know, it's Mm. intense. But then, B, we have to say goodbye at the end, and it's so sad, although we do keep in touch um, different groups through Facebook groups or WhatsApp groups. We keep in touch, but it's a wonderful, amazing experience, and it's, it's, I think it's, yeah, it is my favorite thing to do, even though it's exhausting, this, but it's my favorite thing to do. Well, mental, mentally and yes. physically. Um, these are 200 hours. Yes, 200 hour teacher trainings. And um, I do. uh, In fact, I work with our friend Brett Larkin. She comes down. Um, Yes, I know. I know. She's always very great. She comes down uh, during a weekend and she does uh, some weekend sessions, which is great for me because the days are, you know, eight, nine, 10 hours a day. So she comes down mm-hmm. and teaches uh, during the weekend. I get a little break and students get to learn from the wonderful, amazing Brett. So it's really nice working <laughs> with her as well. So when they come into these teacher trainings, do a lot of them already know of you from your yeah, videos? Most of the people who come uh, have come because of the, the YouTube channel. And you 
uh, promote, do you promote these on your, in your I videos do. too, right? I do. The I talk about them, you know, in the videos and of course, you know, send them to emails and uh, Facebook. I'm, I'm actually, Sean, you are much better at marketing yourself than, than I am. You uh, see, I don't know. I don't you know. seem to do I'm a good job. You see, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I understand that. I understand <laughs> that, but you seem to do a great job. Um, you're, well, you're you. very welcome. <laughs> I, um, I'm learning as I go. So, you know, since we sort of fell into the whole YouTube thing, we were not one of those people that had a plan. We never had a plan. So mm-hmm. we have been learning as we go. And as we continue, you know, we, we, you know, Duke just went to a VIT summit a couple months ago and learned about optimizing our channel. So, <laughs> so we just, uh, yeah, we just oh. optimized. So, uh, so, you know, folks, <laughs> six years later, we're, we're still, we're still learning. We're still learning. And, um, we're still trying to figure all this stuff out. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy to learn. I mean, marketing for me, I, it's, it's like a whole new animal. It is. And so it sounds like, is it you and Duke that do all your marketing? We do. And promoting? We do. It's just us. We, 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 re- we don't have any help. So yeah. <laughs> Because I don't, other than people who train with us online, you're, we're always saying, share it on, let yeah. people know. But in the past, I've had a few people work for me, maybe publicists, but I was never very happy mm-hmm. with them. And I always said, well, mm-hmm. it's my brand. I know how to yep. do it the best. And if I need to do something at 10 o'clock at night, I can get up, go to my computer, click, 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 right. and it's done. I don't have to adhere to somebody else's True. schedule. And the technology of this business changes every single day. But what's so great about what you do, Leslie, is the classes are classes. Your yoga classes are classes. What you film is right. eternal. It, it will always be there. Um, as long as the product is changing and invigorating, inviting people in. And one question for you is how do you get ideas? How many, how many videos have you filmed? Um, I don't know exactly, but I know there are over 400 um, mm-hmm. how do I get ideas? That is a great question. So initially we would just basically go, um, find a spot and we film a lot outside and Duke would just turn on the camera and I would just do what I felt like I wanted to do. And, um, you know, we had no concept of trying to create videos that would be popular (laughs) you know no Mm -hmm. nothing about keywords or any of that so a lot of the videos that I've done they're just really what I I felt like teaching and and practicing that day um Mm -hmm. since then we started to learn that if we don't sort of play the quote-unquote YouTube keyword game that people aren't going to find our videos. So we started looking into, you know, different types of searches, you know, what people are actually looking for. And then I'll sort of uh, tailor some of the classes toward what people are searching for so that they can at least find us. Mm -hmm. What's, what do you find is usually at the top? Well, I have a few. But what, what do you well what do for you find? us? Uh, one of the things that works well, uh, morning yoga is a big one. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we found and we started doing a, like total body yoga workout a while ago, and that's become pretty good. Uh, Hatha yoga has become 
pretty, pretty nice for us. So, I mean, just the, the search term yoga is great, but you know, when you type in yoga, it's really hard to get onto that page. So we're, we're mm-hmm. just trying different things to try to, to get seen a little bit more because, um, we do have, you know, a lot of content and we would like people to see it. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. I watch your videos and you, you always do voice. Mostly. Much, yes. Right? Mostly. Have you ever done any live? I did. Ones? I have one program. It's called Hatha Yoga Happiness that we did a couple of Januaries ago. And we filmed that one basically in our, 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 our living room. And I had the, um, you know, lapel mic and, um, and it was really fun. And, and, and a lot of people liked it because they felt that it was sort of more personal, but then a lot of people were like, mm-hmm. I just really like your voiceovers, you know, and, you know, cause people are used to what they're used to. The reason we started with voiceovers is because we, we wanted to be filming outside because we're in Southern California. We have a lot of beautiful places and Duke was very adamant. One thing he learned from his you know talk show on YouTube is that sound is most important. So he was pretty adamant about the voiceover versus doing, you know, the lapel mic or even one of those mics that, you know, like. Britney Spears wears by her mouth, you know, around her head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's very professional. That's usually what you wear if you teach a large right. class or teach a large mm-hmm. training. Do you have a favorite spot to film? Because I love filming mm-hmm. outside and you have that beautiful Southern California beaches and some parks. Where do you like well, to film? Well, the beaches are, are very beautiful, but you have to remember that sand is not always that fun for yoga. It's terrible. <laughs> It looks great. It's you have to have a I, exactly, to exactly. It so we get there and we sort of flatten it out with our <laughs> with our shoes and then you know put yep. everything down. So, um, but it is fun. I I love the sound of the ocean when we're filming there, and it's it's oh and exa- the seagulls. Yeah, I love the super seagulls. peaceful and nice. There's a place in uh, San Juan Capistrano, which is like one town over. It's uh, they have like this really quaint, cute old town section and they have this they call it the butterfly garden. And I love that place, mm-hmm. but it's become more popular for photographers. So we haven't been going there as much. But but that's that's been one of my favorites. Um, but I also love just being out, you know, with the trees and um you know, the leaves and all of that just in a park or there's another couple places in San Juan Capistrano. There's a park nearby that we like. So, oh, and today we're going to go on a, a hike. So we're going to hike up a, I won't say a mountain, but it will feel like a mountain <laughs> and get mm-hmm. to the top. And, and, and it's really beautiful. But I always tell Duke, I'm like, just remember after we've done this hike, I'm going to be kind of tired to do a lot of yoga videos. So we'll do what we can. <laughs> <laughs> do you find that I do this? I do this a lot myself. When you go out nature hikes, are you, uh, do you see spots to film? I'm always scouting spots my even though mm-hmm. i'm enjoying where i'm at i'm all my eye sees it in terms of oh i could film i could put the mat down over there i could film over there do you, do do you know also? to tell you the truth the visual artist in our group or our duo is duke he is the mm-hmm. one that's always doing that he's really good he's the one that makes things on our, our videos look nice it's i i can't take credit for that well that's well you're the talent <laughs> 
You show up. Does he have a catering table uh, for you? He should, right? <laughs> Where, where's yes. my lemonade, dude? Come on. <laughs> chop, chop. Because well, I'm looking out. I have big windows mm-hmm. here. I'm sitting in my – well, we our house is very mm-hmm. open. There's fireplace. Big windows. I can see Mount Evans. I can mm-hmm. see snow, trees, my deck where I film. But my eye is trained yeah. that way now. I'm, I'm like a scouting mm-hmm. person for a motion picture Oh, my company. gosh, yes. We should come and visit, and you could tell us all the places to go. <laughs> I hope Duke would like them. He'd be like, no, no, no. I don't like that. <laughs> Leslie films over here. Because I, I lay down the mat and go. I'm very film. I let Addie do her thing. And sometimes mm. we have bears and elk. Not bears as much. I wouldn't. I don't film Okay, good, good. Nothing like that. I don't do that. But sometimes you look back and there's a uh. deer or an elk watching you film. And I, I like that yeah. unpredictability. I, I was in Southern California a few years ago for a wedding with my wife and we spent a day in Manhattan mm, Beach. That's where I grew there. up. It, it is. And I did film mm-hmm. on the beach mm-hmm. in the sand, but it wasn't no. very comfortable. It wasn't very it was more the location yes. and the waves. And to say I was in Manhattan Beach and the kettle was right over yeah. there. The restaurant It looks beautiful, but it isn't all that practical. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you how often do you film? Well, it varies. Um, I mean, we do put up at least one video a week. And so sometimes we will go through and, you know, just do a bunch of videos and get them all ready. And sometimes, you know, we're filming that video for that week. Um, and then once a year in January, we do a 30-day uh, program. Although a couple of years ago, we did a 90-day program, which was insane. Ooh, that's a lot of work. Yeah, no, plus wow. um, Duke decided that we needed to do 90 days because everyone was doing 30 days and we had to stand out somehow. So <laughs> so I think it was maybe two days before January 1st the decision was made. So we were filming wow. uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 3 in the morning, and then I do voiceover for the 3 in the evening, and we did that until we finished the 90 days. What? You, you filmed at 3 a.m.? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Three classes. <laughs> Three, three oh, classes okay. we would do. Everyone listening went, huh? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> we filmed three classes in the morning, and then I did voiceover for three cla- those three classes that evening, and, and we did that until we finished. And at that time, I was still teaching you know, a bunch of classes at the studio and teaching teacher trainings on the weekends. So it was a, it was a pretty intense time. That's a lot of yoga. It is. But at least you're ensconced in it. I love talking about process. I've filmed thousands of videos. I love talking about process. So when you film, mm-hmm. do you write it all out? I don't. I know. Because I never see you looking at anything no. when you're filming. No, I don't. I, you know, when I first started to teach, I wrote down every sequence before I went in to teach the class. And, you know, through, through the, the yoga works where I was trained, there's like a very specific way to sequence. So um, over time, I sort of, I guess it just kind of got embedded in my, in my mind and in my body. So when I create the, the videos now, I sort of have an idea about where I'm going. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on today and this is where I'm going. And then I, I have a general idea of what I want to include. But then once I actually get on the mat and start moving and breathing, that will, you know, it will change as I feel it, it needs to. Isn't that wonderful? It is. It is. It's something that only a few of us really understand. Mm-hmm. It's, I wrote down, I always take notes. I wrote down, it's a visual. Mm-hmm. It's a language. Mm-hmm. You're putting together this language flow. It's also an internal clock mm-hmm. that is always ticking that 
you can usually tell when it's been about 15, when it's been 20, 30. The person doing the workout or the flow, the yoga flow, it's hard for them to determine mm-hmm. because they're, they're listening. But I, even when I teach, I can tell you it's 43 after. And I look at the clock, it's 43 after. It's very strange. Yes, I, I'm, I'm better with like an hour long or an hour and a half. But when I try to make mm-hmm. the shorter videos for YouTube, I actually have to put my phone on the timer or else I go way over, you know? <laughs> we lose track, yep. but the flows, the more you do these flows, your body wants more. Yep. You can't I stop. know. It's really, it is. I have to say, I, we have to stop this right now. I cannot stop doing this I know. flow. I want to keep exactly. going and I want to share and I want to keep I, doing exactly. it with you. <laughs> I, I love that stuff because I noticed you, you don't look maybe some people have cue cards I don't know mm-hmm. that's what this podcast is for I get people who do a lot of online mm-hmm. videos and I love to talk about their process you had mentioned sometimes you plan far mm-hmm. ahead and then like the 90 day one that Duke sprung on right. you you started was that two days before New Year's yes. so which do you prefer planning ahead well I like a little of both. Um, it's interesting when I plan ahead, it, it, it definitely lessens the stress factor. But mm-hmm. when I don't plan ahead, I find that more creativity comes out of me. That's true. You, you don't want to be rushed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes. So with all this filming and teaching, Leslie, how do you find balance? running your online brand and, and the, the teaching and the trainings, it, it can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. What do you do for balance? That's a great question. Um, well, we have two kids now and mm-hmm. they are 14 and almost 12. So we definitely spend a lot of time with our kids, which is great that we have, you know, our life set up this way where we're around a lot, you know, we're home, we work from home. So we get to spend a lot of time and our kids are into wrestling. So we spend a lot of time at wrestling tournaments. Do you know how long wrestling tournaments are, Sean? I used to wrestle. (laughs) And I tell you, wrestling for one minute felt like an hour. Uh, How long are the, is the average tournament? Uh, Well, the, the full day of turn of a tournament can go five, six hours, but a lot of it is just waiting. You know, you're just waiting for your turn to, to wrestle. A lot of waiting. It's, a lot... it's tough on the wrestlers Absolutely. too. What do you do? Do you eat? Do you not eat? You get nervous, you uh, watch other people wrestle yeah. and start comparing yourself. We, we usually watch, you know, some of the other kids on the team wrestle. Um, and then sometimes when they're not wrestling, I'm on my phone doing, you know, social media stuff and answering emails and things while I'm sitting in the stands waiting. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's a long day. Um, my older son, Indy, he just started high school. So he's on the high school wrestling team now and, um, he's doing great, which is awesome. But, great. but he decided that he wanted to get stronger. So he asked if we could join a gym. So our whole family joined a gym recently. Oh, what do you all we go together? Do. We go together to the gym. <laughs> What do you, what do you find to do there? Well, I get on the elliptical for a little bit and then I, I do, I, you know, just do some weights and I don't know, I'm still kind of learning what's best for, for my body. And, and then Duke is really reading up on, you know, training with Indy, my, my older son's name is Indy. 
for Indiana, for the state of Indiana, where his uh, grandparents are all from. Oh, very. Yeah. I, I was thinking of Raiders of the Lost. Ark. Right. No, for the state. And our, our younger son's name is Stone. And uh-huh. Stone comes from my grandmother's maiden name. So that's where we got. Very nice. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife and I are expecting. Really? Yeah. Aww. We haven't really mentioned it too Congratulations. much. Congratulations. Thank you. His name is a homage to my maternal grandmother, mm-hmm. Lillian Sorensen. That's my Danish oh. side, my mom's side. So his name is going to be Dane Sorensen V. Beautiful. That's an, so, an awesome name. <laughs> I like it. It's the only name we really both, from the beginning, thought, oh, that's really nice. Oh, how nice. When are you due? Uh, the official date is February 24th. Wow, that is coming right up. I know. <laughs> I remember it felt like a week ago I was saying, oh, we got eight months. <laughs> we got eight months. And Jillian's actually home, working from home today. I think she's, she's upstairs somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she can hear mm-hmm. me. But I, I, like to, I like to mention it in, in the podcast and some of the videos. Because yep. you'll probably see little Dane and some of the, oh, with Addie, the yeah. dog, maybe in the background of some videos later on not for a right while. right oh that's amazing that's awesome that's wonderful because <laughs> i saw you one of your sons or maybe mm-hmm. both they've been in some of your videos right yoga for yeah kids? yeah we made a couple of little yoga for kids videos and um indian stone were my students and that was a couple of years ago and unfortunately now sean they're a little too cool to do that yeah you had your window <laughs> yeah, didn't we you did. you'll have to wait till they're out of high yep. school to get them back. i think so did they enjoy they it? They did. No, they had fun. And, you know, some of their friends even saw them and commented. And, and so, it's, uh, yeah, they, they liked it. Well, I'm sure. I mean, they know that their mom's kind of famous. It, they don't really think of it that way because, um, uh-huh. <laughs> they, you know, they watch YouTubers that are, you know, millions and millions of subscribers. And that's impressive. But, you know, mom's, mom's mm-hmm. not quite as impressive. But it's okay. You know, it's all right. In fact, yesterday, <laughs> my older son said to me, Mom, do we have to go to Europe this summer? Oh, these, <laughs> these problems. Oh. Hey, that's a good segue. Yeah. Are you going to Europe to do some classes, some master classes yeah, or retreats? Yeah, we are actually. Um, we're going to be there to do a retreat in Provence um, in wow. France. And that will be, let me think, June. Oh, that, the week of, I know, it's rough. That, <laughs> that'll be the week of June 22nd. And then after that, we'll go to... Um, Denmark and we'll do a retreat in Denmark. Oh, you're going to Denmark. Oh, you got to get some Kringle. All right. I will definitely get some Kringle. (laughs) And these retreats, I'll at the end of the um, podcast too, I'll have you list off where people can find this, but I will put that information in the description of this podcast so they can check that out also. Great. And then we'll do a a masterclass in Amsterdam. We've been doing that. This will be a third year in, in a row and we really love, love doing that as well. Great. How did you set these up? Oh, well, it's always people from the YouTube channel that contact me. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
last year we went to Greece and uh, the last two years we went to a little island in Greece. And then last year in Greece, we met the lovely ladies that we're going to see in Denmark. So they said, oh, they're from Denmark. And they said, oh, you should do a retreat here. So they found a really neat place. And then someone that watches the YouTube channel, her father owns a villa in Provence and she contacted me and we set that up. And then Amsterdam, they also contacted me about doing a masterclass. And by the way, Sean, if you want to do masterclass in Amsterdam, I'm happy to give you the information. Sure. Yeah, I, I have had offers, retreats, mm-hmm. and a lot, things in Europe, definitely, but we just haven't had a reason to go over yep. there as much. I mean, we can't right now. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> not, not the best timing right now. I do, I do some around the States, mm-hmm. uh, but it's nice. Wherever I travel a lot, I can usually set something mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. a masterclass. That's the power of that YouTube channel. Yeah. That really, that really gives you a, it's a good resume. It is. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, okay. He's not, okay. He does do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So you guys go in June, right? Yes. We'll leave in June and we'll be back. I think we'll be gone for about three weeks. My oldest, the whole family, mm-hmm, the whole family goes, um, Indy was hoping, you know, we could just go for a week, but I said, Indy, we have to go a little bit longer. I'm sorry. But last year we were gone for five weeks and that was actually a little too long. That, yeah, it is. Are these, they are retreats. So are you spending multiple days with certain people? Yes. Yes. So in Provence and in, um, Denmark, there are week long retreats. And then in Amsterdam, it's a, it's a two day uh, masterclass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's very exciting. Uh, so wrapping up, mm-hmm. and I do want to ask you, I always ask a few fun questions at the end. I want to get to that also. Uh, but you said, I believe we talked about this before. What do you have coming up? Especially for January. What do you have? Well, us? for January, we're working on a, a 30 day program for beginners. Uh, you know, just to give people uh, a great foundation of where to start their yoga practice. And then after they complete a beginner's program, then, of course, we have plenty of other things for them to to go on to from there. Um, in fact, we just started and with days ago, we just did this days ago. We have a new site called My Yoga Pal. P-A-L, pal.com. And we found that on our YouTube channel, people really love the programs. Like they love the 90-day program. They love the 30-day programs. So what we decided to do was to create programs. So we have just, we have one program on there now that we started with. We're working on another one. Um, And then we also added onto there my alignment course. Um, I created the Align course because I, you know, just knowing that people are practicing at home without a teacher watching them, I wanted to give people all of the, you know, tools and tricks and things I've learned over the years teaching and and leading teacher trainings to keep them as safe as possible in their practice. And you know what I'm Mm -hmm. talking about. It's the things that you see people do in your classes where you're like, okay, you've got to get that knee over the ankle, you know, the knee Mm -hmm. pointed straight ahead, you know, things like that. But I go through basically all of the most frequently practiced postures in the course so that's available on there as well and we're adding uh an ashtanga a beginning ashtanga course onto it as well so we're just we're we're, we literally just started it and we haven't told a lot of people about it yet but we do have some people that are starting to join us there which is super exciting and we're planning to just add more and more programs 
That is the way to go. The last couple of years, I, I was doing ran- a lot of random videos. Mm-hmm. Here's a video. Here's a video. Yeah. And, and those work out very yeah. well. They can, sometimes you find out like, oh, I've been doing this video for four yeah, years. Some people really, really that's great. Yeah. And why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's other ones, but it is, that's nice. It definitely speaks to mm-hmm. them. And I started doing seven day ones and I did a couple 30 day mm-hmm. ones and those did very right. well. So I, I'm a little behind for the new year as you're telling all this great stuff you're working. I got to get my butt going <laughs> on some of these also because it's always great. And that's the feedback too. It's always great to break it down. It is really nice. And it's nice for people who like to have, you know, that structure of like, you know, they don't want to try to figure out, well, what video am I going to do today? It's all laid out for them. And plus, you know, we, we set it up in a way where, you know, we work on certain parts of the body on different days. So it's mm-hmm. sort of set up in a way that is super intelligently sequenced for the body so it makes them feel really good strong flexible and not only in their body of course but in their mind mm-hmm. it's kind of mastering the art of using the online video to almost almost make it feel like the instructors in the room with mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. that that is a challenge it is uh, but i think you do that very well oh. very endearing well, th- um very nurturing and very genuine also. Well, thank you. And I would say the same about you. You're really amazing. I'm something. (laughs) I'm I'm who I am and you are who you are. It's so great that we, we love what we do. Mm -hmm. We have a passion Mm -hmm. for it. We can use our real voice in the videos. We don't have to affect it or change it. Right. I I like that. When I first started teaching, or filming, you think that for a moment, how do I speak? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And well, I love this. I want to share it. So that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. And, and, and like you, I, the best, the best person to be is just your authentic self. It, it is. It's, I know people, eh, you know, I grew up with, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, who are you really? Mm-hmm. You're putting on an act here. Right. I worked in theater. Sometimes you work with certain actors that never are really off stage. Right. And it can get them into trouble. They 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 crash eventually because right. they never turn it off. Yes, yes. And and we have decided, like, we made a, a decision that whatever mistakes I make during the filming of the videos, like I fall out of a pose or whatever it is, I just keep it in there and keep going. Yes. yes. Make a little joke about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, hey, I wobble too. Exactly. Or, I am not and, perfect and I don't and, pretend to be. Yeah, people like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called a practice. Exactly. You're always practicing it. And they like that about you because you're obviously adding some new sequences or poses that you are not as familiar yep. with. So you're learning those along with Yep, them. yep. And, and, you know, my balance is always different on different days. So I never take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I taught this morning and I was wobbling like mm-hmm. all over the place. It was a tree pose. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah. let's get, you know, I'm working the room. It's a full, and I'm in tree pose. I'm like, oh, I'm really, I'm not warmed up. That's why I'm wobbling. Mm-hmm. I'm making jokes mm-hmm. about it. I don't even think they're noticing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I did tree and I stepped back to plank and I almost fell right. over. I'm like, whoa, okay. I made it look kind of cool. <laughs> don't do that, yes, everybody. Yes. They did it much better than right. I did. But they were already in the zone. I had been talking and wandering around the room. Yes, of course. I know. It's so funny how that happens. It happens to me. <laughs> um, so I have these. Uh, there's like 25 questions. I would say. I'm not going to ask you all these questions, Wow. Okay. but, but I always ask a few of them at the uh-huh. end. 
I did write something down earlier I want to touch on before I got to these. I wrote, we all know each other, because you had mentioned Brett Larson. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I go on other people's podcasts, they'll ask me about some other fitness people. And I, I say, you know, for myself, I, I do communicate with a lot of the other fitness people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, do you do that as well? I do. I do. I definitely talk to Brett frequently. I also talk to Sarah Beth a lot, Sarah Beth Yoga. Yeah, my wife's been doing her prenatal. Yeah, yoga. yeah, she. I wanted to reach out to her and let her know that. Oh actually. yes, she's great. She's like mm-hmm. she's been super helpful. Um, you know, she's very, very open with sharing. You know, things that that she and and now she's working with her husband now as well. So things that they've been learning. Um, she's very generous with her her knowledge. She's great. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um, and then I, I don't get to talk to uh, Yoga with Adrian all that often because she is just so, so busy. But I can't imagine. I, I used to email with her quite a yeah. bit. I don't, uh, when you send an email now, I think it goes through about four different people. I think so. <laughs> She's very yeah. busy. But, but Duke is very good friends with uh, Chris Sharp, her, her business partner. Yeah, I know Chris. Yeah, so Chris is great. So we talk to him a lot. Um, I talk to Yoga with Cassandra a little bit here and there. Um, and she is also just very, very lovely. Um, yeah, we did a collaboration last year. Yeah, she's great. That, real quick, I mentioned earlier these collaborations we do. You and I, we we film videos for each other's channels. Mm-hmm. I remember you did a hand st- or headstand, headstand one because yep. I usually don't teach that, mm-hmm. which means I don't. Yes. <laughs> and I did a Pilates which one Which is great because I don't teach that. We have to re- yeah, we'll have to do that yeah. again because I'm going to be doing another one with Melissa Bender. We were talking about that. Oh, okay. And they're so fun to do, and it's a great way to uh, share your work with maybe a different audience yes. and a different style if they're not used to that. Now, I don't know Melissa. Does she, what's, is her channel called Melissa Bender? Yeah, it's called Bender Fitness. Okay. Uh, very popular. She, uh, I know she's certified in yoga. Mm-hmm. I had, had her on the podcast a couple weeks ago. It was one of those things where we had done collaborations. Yep. We had emailed. We have never, we had never spoken. Mm-hmm. So we get on the phone and you know, we could talk for five hours. Yeah, probably, yeah. Especially about the fitness field and working within the fitness mm-hmm. field and videos mm-hmm. and, and, and everything that that entails. But yeah, look up Bender. I fitness. Will. She does a lot of, she was interesting. Cause I asked her, I said, what are your private workouts? Mm-hmm. Like? She goes, well, really, I don't do those. What you see on camera, those are my workouts. Mm-hmm. Cause she does them in real time. Right. right. And I'm like, that's, that's very clever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I'm filming a lot of videos, I don't do a lot of my own yoga practice, but when I'm not filming a lot, then of course, you know, I do my own. Um, Hey, do you know, uh, Brett Hobel? Brett, what's the last name? H H is that? I think it's H O E B E L. I think something like that. Yeah. I, I know that name. What is, um, he's a fitness guy that, uh, is, is super nice. He's a, he's Mm -hmm. a really, really nice, nice person and does great work. So I've, I've, um, I'm in touch with him sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I've done, I did a couple of videos for, um, I don't know if you know, Mike D fitness, Mike Donovic. Yeah, I've heard that. I've seen that name. Yeah, also. so I did a, a a few yoga videos for for his product that he has like a a monthly membership kind of product, and and he is a super great guy too. Good, I I, I love working with because uh, I, I say there's only a handful of us who are kind of crazy enough to do right. this <laughs> online. So I I think it's good that we all talk and stick together because we're all very different. Yes, I don't see. 
uh, any not a rivalry no. at all. We all have very different personalities, and we could teach. We all would teach the same pose and or exercise. We would all probably tweak it and do it differently. Exactly, exactly. There's no competition. It's just all collaboration and and working together to to help people become their best selves. Mm-hmm. And make as accessible as possible. Yes. That's very important. It's so it just dive right in. Okay, good. I wanted to bring that up because I think it's neat. I do I email with a lot of these people on a regular basis. All right. You ready for a couple questions? I believe I am. Mrs. Fightmaster. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was your favorite subject in school? Mm, goodness gracious. I really liked English, actually. And my father was an English teacher in my high school when I was growing up, and I just kind of always liked it. So you were in his class? No, I never had him for a teacher. Um, I had a different English teacher, but um, but he was great for, you know, if I forgot my lunch money or something like that. It's nice to have him. Yeah. There. Uh, is this comp or lit or both? Um, I'd say both actually, although, you know, writing for me is, is always, it's, it doesn't come easy. I mean, I'm so impressed that you've written so many books. I've tried to write books and I sit down and I just, I get lost, but. Hey, I, I'm not a great writer, but, uh, I, I write the way I would talk. And I actually wrote that question down. How come you haven't put a book out? <laughs> I'm sure people, I'm sure publishers have approached you Well, I, with your audience. I, I have talked to a couple of people. I, I'm really, it, I struggle with it. It's, it's one of those things that I need to develop. And for me, you know, with so many different directions that and programs and things that I'm working on, I really just need to devote the time to uh, just writing, you know, to, so I, it's just one of those things that I, I want to do. I just haven't quite gotten there yet. Yeah. But eventually you I might. I hope so. Yeah. As we say, everything leads to something else. Right. So maybe us discussing it right here might open something up. Maybe it will. Because a friend of mine, Gwen Lawrence. I do. I, have, I know Gwen. A little, you know I know Gwen. Gwen a little bit from years ago. She is, fun, she is phenomenal. She is. She's everywhere. Yes. And I had her on. And funny, I, I use the word rival because she told me that at the beginning. She goes, I always kind of saw you as a rival because uh. – people I worked with would be talking about your videos. I'm like, really? I said, no, oh, that's, that's funny. Because <laughs> uh, we're talking, we'll do something together also, some kind of collaboration. Mm-hmm. But she, I was looking for a new publisher mm-hmm. and shopping mm-hmm. around. And that's a whole other world. Yeah. Trying, like, do you get an agent or do you just direct, mm-hmm. uh, do you contact them directly? Which, do they even get the email? Mm-hmm. So she did an introduction for oh, me, nice. a publisher of hers. And that's been going very well. Oh, great. So if you ever need help in that area, we can set you well, up. Well, thank you. If I ever write anything. If you ever write anything, even if it's a sentence. <laughs> okay, let me give you a question here. Um, okay, say you walk past a magazine rack, Leslie. Mm-hmm. Which magazine do you grab first? Probably Yoga Journal. I, li- yoga I journal. like it. Have you been in it? Um, I have not been, like, in it as a contributor but uh yoga works had a a big old full page ad of me in there Mm -hmm. that was kind of cool very good okay (laughs) for teacher training very nice yes that was kind of cool it is neat when you pick up that magazine and there you are yeah yeah i'm in the magazine (laughs) all right since it's december this is christmas Mm -hmm. time season's greeting what is your favorite christmas slash holiday film oh wow (laughs) Goodness gracious. Well, what is that? Uh, 
that miracle on that really old one was at oh, 34th 34 Street. Street. That always that I, always chokes me up and makes me feel happy for humanity and life. That is a wonderful film. I, I've had that on about six times already yeah, this yeah. year. And it's black and white, but they colorized it. And I got to say, it looks beautiful oh, wow. the way they colorized wow. it. It's tough. I, I watch it now. It's kind of a sepia tone. It's not quite really bright, mm-hmm. but it looks like at the time, if they would have colorized it, that's how it would yes, look. Yes, yes. And of course, the Christmas story with the, you know. Yeah, that, that's my favorite. Had it on last it's night. It's great. It's great. All right. You want one more? Okay, let's do one more. Okay. Oh, there's so many. (laughs) All right. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Mm, Harry Potter. Although Lord of the Rings is awesome. I don't know. I've just always loved Harry Potter. And you don't have to decide, but they're both big, uh, iconic movies and books. Yes. I read all the books way before the movies came out, but um, they're both awesome. But I don't know, just a little more leaning toward Harry Potter. Okay. I'll let, J- I'll let uh, Mrs. Mrs. Rowling know. Rowling? <laughs> yeah, I think so. J- JK. That's JK, right. JK Rowling, Rowling, yes. Okay. All right. Well, that's fantastic, Leslie. So people want to learn more about you, where to find you. Where can they do that? And I'll put this in the description below, too. Well, they can always go to YouTube, uh, Fightmaster Yoga. And my website is fightmasteryoga.com and now they can also check me out at myyogapal.com myyogapal i'll write that down and they're going to get ready for your big challenge coming january yes and even if they are not beginners so if you're not a beginner still check it out because i have been in contact with a great yoga mat company they're called jade yoga and they are giving me yoga mats to give away i believe every single day of the challenge so if you want to win a really great yoga mat definitely check it out will you sign them will i sign the yoga mats Uh um i don't know if i can (laughs) because i think they might be shipping directly from jade i don't just a big i I don't actually have the yoga mats in my house i know they always come from some warehouse yes yes and i'm also partnering with um a couple other companies where we might be adding some extra little giveaways during the 30 days as well. Oh, okay. So keep checking back yes. on the YouTube channel on myfitnesspal.com and fightmasteryoga.com. And thanks so much, Leslie, for stopping by the Sean Vig podcast. Well, thank you so much, Sean Vig, for having me. It's been absolutely lovely to catch up with you. And I'm Great. so excited that you two are expecting. Well, thank you. <laughs> I am now, too. I tell you, the first few weeks, I was a little stressed. Of course. Uh, I I'd had nothing to compare it to, and that's why meditation yep. and the power of the mind is so important. I was telling Jillian this, my wife, because it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. I love nighttime, mm-hmm. but when you get kind of sleepy, yep. and these are the times that if, some, if there's a worry, it's, that's when it's going to hit. Of course. And your mind goes way ahead. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Dane is five years old. <laughs> what am I thinking? I, I, it's June. What am I doing? Yes. Well, you won't have to worry about sleep anymore. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what I hear. No matter what I say, Uh, we have different schedules. Pretty our wife, my wife. Mm -hmm. So that that probably will help. Yes. Yes. Well, well, I work from home so much, so that'll be nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, 
Thanks so much for stopping by, Leslie. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the Sean Vig podcast. I appreciate you listening. If you've been enjoying it, leave a comment. Give it a good rating wherever you are listening. It's on all the platforms by now. And share it on. Share it on and keep checking back for new guests every week. And if you want to learn more about me, follow me. Check me out at SeanVeigFitness.com. Download my free app, browse my collection of fitness books, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, among other things. Have a great day, and I will look forward to coming at you next time.